This Bee Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. Yeah, IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com forward slash B. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. We're proud to be sponsored by MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Schools can easily create and manage time for FlexBlocks. Win time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and much more. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Yeah, make your flex time work for you. Visit MyFlexLearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off the first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com slash BE. Edutech Guys Radio, radio radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on the site and this program for those who participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. Hello and welcome to Edutech Guys Radio. <laughs> Hope everyone's doing well this afternoon. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. All right, I'm David. Hey, I'm Jeff. Welcome to the show. This is... Uh, I don't know what you call that. This is ad lib. This is off the cuff. This is this is season three, episode three. Yeah, that's what this is. Three three. It's three three. It's like six six six. Yeah. <laughs> Just not times two yet. Or whatever. Whatever that. Whatever. Can't even do math. Basic math at this point. Oh my god. It's been a. So it's been a. Just it's been a. It's been a. Uh, hey, catch us on the web at. <laughs> Twitter.com slash edutech guys. I'm just just bypass all that. Just go to Google type in edutech guys. E D U T E C H G U I S. You'll find us. We're out there. We'll be there. Hiding behind the ones and zeros. <laughs> That's right. In in between I'm dodging all the ones and zeros at this point. So yeah, I, I did a show before I left for ISTE. Yeah. You were on vacation. And then I was at ISTE and you did a show because I was on the road coming yes. back from ISTE. Yes. And now we're back together in the lovely, beautiful Burbank studios here. That's, in that's, beautiful LA. That's right, <laughs> that's right man. We, we even had the rare summer shower briefly earlier. Summer? It's been raining like cra- craps and craps and dogs. Cats and dogs every day. I know, day. but I thought you were doing the whole Burbank LA. Oh, Burbank. Part. Lovely Burbank. We're in the beautiful Tom Hanks studio at Bur- in the LA studios. Tom Hanks Memorial Studio. <laughs> Memorial <laughs> Studio. Uh, for a guy who's not even dead. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. You're right. I forgot about that. No, uh, we were deciding. What you we were forgot gonna... he wasn't dead. I, I actually, well, he, he, there's a movie he died in. Yeah, he got shot up on that bridge. He was trying to save uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. He was trying to save Matt Damon, and he got shot up on that bridge. So, oh, okay. Yeah. What didn't he die in that movie? I, I I I I have no idea. You never saw Saving Private Ryan? Oh yes. Yeah, he died. In he that. died. Okay, sorry. I was not. I was not even thinking of that when you were saying bridge. I'm we, thinking we, we've like we've been apart too long. Uh, something. Our, our um, mental. Our, our, our yeah, that's, mind that, 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 yes, that's <laughs> right. The, the mind meld. The, the Jedi mind tricks that you play on me no longer work. Long story short, this show probably won't last that long. But 
Um, <laughs> and and he means like edutech guys, like the whole show, like the whole the whole premise. We're Dude. probably not going to last that long. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what they said about us two years ago. That's right. And then we show them. Yeah, we're here, season three. I, I mean, uh, that is awesome. We've been here for three freaking seasons, and uh, we appreciate everybody who's uh, tuned in and listened and all that good stuff. And yeah, I got to tell you, I had a blast at ISTE. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I, I really want to. And not a you know odd way that I missed him because it was it was hard being there by myself, and you know doing all, all the stuff by myself. <laughs> you know that I'm <laughs> all by myself. No, no, but I totally get that. I really do. It was well. No, we were people. You know, they know they recognize the name. True. Because they don't know our faces that much. I mean, right. they see us on like a Twitter graphic every once in a while, but they right. know the name. And it was funny. People started talking to me, and then they would look down at my name badge and go, oh, you're one of the edgy tech guys. Right. And really, that happened a lot. I yeah. mean, a lot of people, the Apple guys said that when I walked up to their booth, you know. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, I'm one of them. My co-host David's not here. Yeah, I can't say partner. Well, no, because they, just that's, come, they, they think something else. Right. And it's 2017. That has a whole different to connotation. To quote Jerry Seinfeld, there's not there's anything wrong with that. But it's just David <laughs> but, and I, are, we're, we are partners on the air as co-hosts of a podcast. There you go. That's right. So we're, I prefer we are happily married and not to each other. And it was really funny. I would. That's what else would get them is like I would be talking to people and I would say something like, well, my co-host David said, and we were talking, and they would go, and then we'd click a light would click on and they'd go, oh, you're the edgy tech guys. Because once yeah. I said, you know. My co-host David. Then I right. was like, "What? What? That's really crazy." Yeah. Well, and it's and it really is like you know when 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 you I, I don't know what's the right word uh, daringly or foolishly take your pick uh, mm. allowed me to run things last week. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I, I don't know how anybody does that by themselves." Because oh my gosh, there's so much going on. Wow, it was crazy. That was what it was, was crazy. interesting is the the one thing. So l- let's let's talk. Let's talk about EdTech, and we'll use ISTE as our as our jump. Because you've been to ISTE before. I have been to ISTE, yes. And so now I've been to the, as they say, the largest ISTE to ever have been held. There yeah, there were like 21,000 plus people there. That is nuts, and man. And you could tell it. I mean, it was a, and that that is a huge convention center. But, yeah, it was packed. I mean, it was, if you saw some of the Instagram, you know, videos I put yeah. out when they were streaming, it was just like, oh, what? yeah. It's, it's like just, ants going to <laughs> yes. a picnic. I mean, it's just thousands of people. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, there. My, I guess my first gripe would be shame on the majority of educators out there, because I tweeted like crazy, and you saw the tweets, and I asked you, I told you where I was, I told you how to stop me, I even asked several people on the first two days, hey, got a second, want to step over here and give me a quick interview about you know who you are, what you do, and why you're here at ISTE, and how much fun you're having. People just wouldn't do it. Yeah, and so I have to say, um. Bullshit on you telling student stories, student voice. There, I said it. We're on a podcast. Hey, that's okay. You say what you want. But you say is. what you feel you need to say. Oh, and we'll call, warn everybody after the fact. I, I call it on it. I call. That's what I call on it because our, our one of our mottos is: if you can't tell your story, then how are you going to tell theirs? And you can't tell your story. We've run into that. Well, how many how many times have we run into that though at conferences we go to? We have. Uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's not that people can't tell their story. It's people won't tell their story. Either and there's way. a, a well. Uh, to me, there's a big difference. Uh, it's to me. It's it, there's a big difference. Someone who can't tell their story uh, doesn't know how doesn't know how sure. to, to share. Then they shouldn't be in education. But someone who won't. That's a whole other thing. That is, 
and 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 I understand. So we're from, changing it to if you won't tell your story, how are you going to tell it? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's part of that though. But I mean, seriously, it's, you're right. That's actually two versions of it. Now. That's right. That's actually not a bad thing to think but about. But you know, you're making a good point. If you can't, then what are you doing in education? Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, but that's where we are. And and I'll say this: I went to several of the ignites. You know. Mm-hmm. Thousands of people in a giant room, and those people get there five or ten minutes to get up and do their thing. And I will quote many of the other educators I saw, I saw, I sat with and talked about that. If I had to sit through one of your classes, is this is what one of your classes is right is like? And I didn't have the ed tech or whatever you're doing here to make it fun. I'd shoot myself in the face. Wow! Because you can't tell stories. Yeah. You can't entertain. Yeah. You can't narrate mm-hmm. this education for me. And I mean, that's it. However you do it. And now, here's the funny part. I'm, I'm no orator by any means. But everyone can tell their story. Whether it's telling their story like this. And then we was out by the back pond. And there was fish the size of a you know, motorboat jumping around. And I ain't seen nothing like that. That's fine. But if you can't and you won't and you don't, then you've got to really question what you're doing. If it's all about taking apart hair dryers and... You know, doing crap like that, printing some 3D and making posters and all that, then where's where's it really getting to? I mean, where's where are the kids learning? Because everyone has that person. They look back and go, you know, there was that one person that I modeled myself after right. for this long until the next person came along or they didn't. And I just continued to model that person. I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you. Oh, no, no. I, I, think, I think a lot of this, though, goes back to what, you know, kind of the, the very beginning discussion we had was the difference between can't and won't. And... And, and and unfortunately, I think you hit the nail on the head in terms of what happens, well, really in a lot of classrooms every single day. And that is that you have someone who knows their stuff. I have no doubt. Now, I, I wasn't there. I don't know. I have no doubt that the people standing on stage knew their stuff. They just didn't know how to talk about it. Um, it, it's a lot like it's a lot like our field. We know, and and I'm sure that you guys out there listening have similar experience where you're talking to a tech person, and that tech per, that tech person doesn't speak English. And I don't mean they're speaking with some accent. I mean they are not talking to you in a plain enough language for you to understand what's going on. And some folks do that intentionally because they think it makes them bigger and badder and better. And other folks, they just don't know how to communicate in plain English and break it down for those of us that may not understand what they're talking about. I mean, I, you know, there's, there's one guy, we're in the tech industry. And I had a friend of mine, he's, he's passed away, but he was that way to me. I mean, you know, I... I know a lot of the stuff he was talking about, but he was just one of those people that he kind of, he was one of those people that when he clued in that you sort of understood what he was talking about, then he ramped it up because he wanted to make sure that you knew that he knew more than you, that you weren't going to understand this. And then again, there were other times where he was trying to teach us something or teach me something and I wasn't getting it just because he, he didn't have the skills mm. to present what it was that he was doing. And I, I wonder how much of that is, is part of that case. But you gotta, you gotta wonder what's the difference. It's the 21st century. We're pushing kids harder and farther and faster than we've ever pushed kids. Mm-hmm. So that fine line between teaching second graders and teaching 12th graders and teaching adults is very thin. 
Oh yeah. And, and we're we're at this point where, you know, if you can't you should be able to do it the same way you do with second graders with yep. second grade teachers. And it should go across perfectly fine. You know, I wanted to clarify. Um, there were a lot of great presenters there, and there were a lot of great poster sessions, and there were a lot of great things. I'm not knocking the overall experience. Sure, sure. And I'm not knocking everyone that was there, but because there were some really great people. I volunteered in the uh, the presenters lounge yeah. today, so I got to meet all these people. So many of them were great. I had so many of them come up to me and go, "Okay, when I get in there, what would you suggest? How do I handle this?" And I'm like, "Well." Speak slowly. <laughs> stay calm. They're yeah. all there to learn. You're going to have a good time. Yeah. Have a good time with it. You know, you're the, you're the knowledgeable person that you're teaching everybody how to tie a shoe. So you're the master of tying shoes at this point. But you know, that's that's the thing. A lot of them were in that right spot, and these are teachers that are thrust into this all of a sudden, maybe right. by their district, right? Or you know, a facilitator at their campus, and said, "You should do this here." <clears throat> that's a big change, and and. That was the interesting thing that I told a lot of them. I said, listen, you're going to look up and you're going to look out into that crowd, whether it's 30 or 300 or 3,000, depending on where you are at ISTE, um, and you're going to see people that look like they hate your guts. I said, don't worry. That's just rest, resting bee face. So you have to just understand they're probably not judging you at all. That's just the way they look. And don't take that as you know what's going down. Right. If they disagree with you, then yeah, and they're shaking their head no, and doing the little slit your throat thing. Well, yeah, then maybe they don't like you at that point. But, <laughs> but overall, you know, you've, you're gonna you're gonna have people that are just sitting there to hear what you have to say. Right. And some of them are a lot like their students. They're there to be entertained. Right. And That's so exactly right. If you don't have a tab dance and you're not playing mm -hmm. guitar or you're playing you know something on an iPad or you're not showing a video or printing a three D something, they're not entertained. So they're gonna overlook that. I said, you know, th and that's. That's the discussion I got in with one of the people in the Bloggers Cafe was talking about podcasts yeah. and I'm talking about blogs. I said, you realize a blog is letters on paper and right. a podcast is just audio. Right. You can't see anything. There's nothing else going on. They're popular again. Well, why? How is that possible? People like to be entertained. Mm -hmm. And, well, that's because they're doing something else as they're doing a podcast. Sure. Yeah. And a blog, nowadays, a discussion I had with a heavyweight blog writer, you know, it was like, well, thousand, if you don't do a thousand words, you're not really writing an article. Well, I hate to tell you, but the majority of blogs that are out there are three paragraphs. Yeah. Four tops. And, and not long Nowhere paragraphs. Nowhere near a thousand words. No. And it's just, I'm just going to say, hey, look, it's toast. It browned in the toaster and we put jelly on it. And that's the end of it. Yeah. And the rest of it is up to you. You know, 12 ways to make toast. And each one's two sentences. So, but I mean, I just wanted to jump into that because I feel like that was the biggest disappointment I had was the amount of people that I attempted to corner. Yeah. The interesting thing was, and I purposely did not interview any exhibitors. Yeah. Because I just, you know, we've done that before and well, I, did, I didn't see a need to do that. I wasn't there to yeah. do that. But do you know how many exhibitors begged for me to, to interview them? Pretty much every one of them that I stopped at. Well, see, and, and what I, what I find interesting about that is, you know, and and I, as you're listening, I'm sure you're, you know, you're you may be saying to yourself, well, yeah, of course, they want to be able to tell their quote unquote story because they want to try to sell you something. And I, I would say, for a, a majority of vendors, yeah, that if you're going to put a microphone in their face, guess what? Yeah, they're going to talk about their product. They're going to talk about their stuff. But here's the thing: 
if somebody sticks a microphone in your face, then why aren't you? And you may be. I'm just. I'm. I'm. I'm trying to right. get people to think. Right. Those folks who shy away from that. That should be your opportunity to shine and say, oh, yeah, I'm a second grade teacher from this place and this place, and this is what I'm doing. And, this, and as a matter of fact, I'm going to be presenting a session, and I'm going to show you how to use Kajuzamuza mm-hmm. online, and, and, and we're going to use this. And, yeah, exactly. We've had those people. And, and they've said, oh, yeah, or I've got an hour-long session on these three things or these five things. Yeah, you got to come to you know come out to room 422 and check out what we're doing. Exactly. Yeah. And and so it makes sense to me why exhibitors would be, you know, chomping at the bit. But we as we're talking education here. So we as educators should be just as willing to chomp at that bit. But let's think bigger than that. You, me, we as individuals and as as individuals well, that's <laughs> sounds stupid, but singly but also as part of whatever our particular collective circles are, right? You've got hobbies you like. You've got things you do with your work. You've got that kind of stuff. If somebody shoves a microphone in your face and says, hey, what do you do? Where are you from? Tell me about your story. In our, we, should, we should really have that what you call the elevator, elevator pitch. pitch. We should have that 30 to 45 second thing that says, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is what I enjoy. And if that's it, then we walk away after 30 or 45 seconds. But if there's more to discuss and the person with the microphone says, well, wait a minute. Can you, do you mind telling me a little bit about this or that? Dude, that's your passion. Share your passion. And so I really wonder how many of those people don't – how many folks out there in general don't know how to share their passion. Right. Maybe that's something that needs to be tapped into. I think it is. How do you share your passion? And, and that's a great question. I mean, you're right. That educational elevator pitch. You've yes. always got to have it ready. Exactly. Because that's that's who you are. That's what you're doing. Yes. And you go, Let's look at that when we come back. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to drop out to a quick commercial, and we'll be right back after this. You're listening to edutechguys.com. Don't just listen to us. Bring us into your district today for cool, exciting professional development. We'll teach you and your students how to take podcasting to the next level and use it to reach your classroom and to reach the world. Reach out to us on Twitter at EduTechGuys or head over to EduTechGuys.com. Scroll down on the page and fill out the form and we'll be in touch. Bring EduTechGuys to your school. Hey, welcome back to the EduTechGuys. That was a quick commercial. 30 seconds went by really fast. <laughs> Didn't even see it coming. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what happens when you've been away for a while. Holy smokes. <laughs> this show takes too long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're not the only one to say that. <laughs> yeah. Or the first one to say that or something. I don't know. Are you saying our listeners say that? That's terrible. Uh, that's terrible. No. Anyway. Yeah. We, David and I were talking about uh, ISTE and what I took away and, and, you know, telling your story. And that's one of the things that I had a problem there. And we have this problem at every conference. Um, the, the ones we don't really have too much of a problem is, is when we actually set up an appointment schedule and then, you know, the conference actually, you know, kind of pushes it ahead of time. Yes. We do get a, a ton of people that do sign up that yes, way. Yes. Yes. But you know, and they're prepped, but you know, you, you've, as a teacher, you should never have to be prepped to, to do your job. To yeah, yeah, to, to talk about and share what you do with your students in your class. I mean, it's like, you know, that's really interesting. Because I mean, you sit down on an airplane and somebody says, What do you do for a living? And you know, you know, I make aluminum molds of injectors for engines. Well, you tell me all about it. Sure, because I do it every day. It's you know, it's how I make money. That's good because I'm with Chrysler and I'm about to hire you to do all my, you know. 
So it's one of those things where you do what? Well, I'm with so and so publishing educational blah blah blah. I'd love to tell your story and you know our you know my school's having that same problem. How do we tell the story even better? That's really interesting that teachers can't do that. Maybe that's the next article we need to talk about is preparing your educational elevator pitch. Yeah. You know, that's and, actually that's actually a really good you – know, in fact, that needs that to be – we, we need to make that into one of our sessions that we can – Yeah. You know, a, a, a that workshop we, that we can do, a breakout session. Because we can say, help you do you that. Go. We've heard a lot of elevator pitches. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, and I mean, they don't have to be just 30 seconds or 45 seconds. I mean, but, you know, if you get that opportunity, if your hero walks up to you and you have 30 or 45 seconds in passing and they say, tell me who you are and what you do. Yeah. You know, why do I need to know you? Exactly. If I'm trapped on this elevator with you, why do I need to know you? Why why does your face matter to me once we get off of this thing? Yeah, that's a really big deal. I think it is. Oh yeah, I I, I absolutely agree. And I, I hate that that and again, I know that wasn't your overall experience by any stretch of the imagination, but I do hate that you and obviously others felt that that's you know, that that was the content being delivered to you. We well, you know several you know? people or and, and I don't know if it was the content or if it's the delivery, but either way. Well, several several people near the end started talking about it being a great place for salespeople to get leads. That that's what ISTE was about. You know, so I started hearing the dark underbelly of this is why ISTE is around, is that the majority of it is so all these, you know, exhibitors and all these people can throw parties and take people out to eat and give away stuff and generate sales leads. Um, cause it, that's what it's gotten larger, but you know, ISTE's gotten larger, therefore it costs more money. So you need more money to make it run. I mean, well, that's just the way it goes. I get that. So, right. But I mean, you know, that happens at every conference. There are not, I guess I can't say every conference, but for the majority of conferences where there are exhibitors slash vendors involved, that's, that's part of it, you know, and that's, and well, and, and frankly, that's part of how the conference is able to get put on at hopefully relatively affordable prices. Right. Uh, and the folks who get that, yeah, there's a bunch of vendors, there's a bunch of exhibitors, but the admission fee is kept relatively low. The folks who don't get that, you have what, a handful of exhibitors and the admission fee is off the charts. We know one recently, right? you know, that they really, really went through the roof in terms of how much they were going to charge to come into their and conference, we and we quit going. Uh, you know, it just wasn't worth, uh, you know, the, the money they were wanting to charge wasn't worth what we were getting out of it. And so if if their complaint about, you know, or, or their observation uh, about the, the vendors and, and generating sales leads and all that kind of stuff, if that ultimately flips and works against the organizers – it will be reflected. The yeah. number of participants will plummet. You know, but I, the interesting part is I didn't notice that. There were a lot of sessions. That's what I was going to say. You know, here's the funny thing about that. I think a lot of that depends on what sessions and what uh, workshops and posters and the whole, you know, what, what you focus on. Yeah. So if you're focusing on or attending a lot of the sessions that are hosted by vendors, well then, yeah, to you it's going to look like a vendor show. But – if instead you're the type who basically, you know, okay, maybe you walk around the vendor hall to get some of the tchotchkes and then you don't really care and the sessions you attend are led by other educators, then guess what? You see ISTE as an educator-led conference. Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. I, and, I, and I can see having seen what was there, you know, going through everything, I can see it both ways. Sure. Because sure. You know, Microsoft's on a real push yeah. to try and save their hiney in mm -hmm. the market against Google. 
Yeah, well, I mean, you know, <laughs> I think I mean, at this point, most folks are trying to save their high against, against Google. Google. <laughs> I think you're right. And, you know, <laughs> or hope to be bought by them one. <laughs> so, and it's funny, Microsoft has a lot of stuff going for it. Minecraft, Skype, OneNote, you know, Office 365. Yeah. I mean, they have a whole bunch of stuff, but that that might be the problem also. You know, Microsoft is kind of a is still a juggernaut no matter what anyone says. Oh, well, yeah. They're a, they're a, they might be a quasi sleeping giant at this point, but they're still a juggernaut. Sure. And when they get running, it's hard to stop them. So I think that that's, but I could tell that there. I mean, they had a lot of sessions yeah. on Minecraft and OneNote and Skyping and, you know, and the other stuff though was, was, I guess what I've been saying was fluff for like the past four or five months. I, I'm really confused about where PBL is going. I'm really mm -hmm. confused about makerspaces. Yeah. And you would know, call me stupid. I, I'm not a stupid person by any means. Um, I've been doing this a long time. And I've seen trends and fads come and go and come and go again and show back up in a different paint job and a different, right, right. <laughs> different clothing. But, you know, I, I feel like th I, I'm we're, start, we're starting to get test scores back in places mm -hmm. and we're starting to see stuff. And, you know, pretty much we're coming down to the sheer fact that reading, writing, and arithmetic are not being covered. We're seeing that more and more. And I, I've got to figure out, for the sake of me and for the sake of those that we interview and those people that we enjoy, that we find are great educators, sure. how do we tell their PBL story, their makerspace story, and you know their STEM story and their STEAM story? How do we tell these stories with the validity that we know is true because we can actually back it up with? Because you can show me numbers and you can tell me that it's great, but everybody knows until I actually taste it. Yeah. Yeah. Then I've got to taste it myself. Well, and and how much how much of it? I mean, let's I don't know. Let's let's throw some let's throw some I don't know what you, what do you call that? Uh, throw your hat in the ring or whatever. Let's let's put on the boxing gloves or take them off or whatever that's called. Take off the kid gloves. Let's get down to the meat, right? So here's the thing: you have you have you have a lot of schools, uh, whether it's individual grades, whether it's whole buildings, districts, whatever, who are um, Claiming that, and, and we're gonna we'll jump on the PBL thing that you uh, were talking about. So a lot of these districts uh, bring in folks at, to do PBL, or and or they inst they they institute. I don't know if that's the right word, but mm -hmm. uh, you know they they start these PBL based programs. So mm -hmm. we're not going to do the traditional model anymore. We're going to do project based learning and, and problem solving uh, based learning across the board and this is what it's going to be and 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 we're going to have all these cool projects we're going to solve these world problems and da 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 unfortunately or fortunately I, I guess it depends i don't know where is where's the information where's the data i guess that shows how any of that is truly affecting the student outcomes right Right. I mean, that's that's and, and I think that's what you're talking about. You know, where are the numbers? Show me the money. Right. Show me the just numbers. Just because they address the standards, just because they address the standards does not mean that every kid is meeting or exceeding that. Right. I mean, and that's to think about it. That's all we hear. Well, this, you know, we tie this to this standard and this this meets this standard and blah, blah, blah. OK, great. But show me the numbers that say Jeff and David both get it and they scored here on the tests and they have a B in the class and they graduated high school and say, 
hey, when I built that birdhouse and tied it to the Revolutionary Battle of 1777 <laughs> and blah, 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 yeah. that's what made the difference for me. Well, and, and along those same lines, you know, like it or not, we have to, in today's current mode of education, for those of us who who are in states that require and, and live and die by these nationwide and statewide standardized tests, you know, good, bad, or ugly, those are the measurements that we are held accountable. So if we're held accountable against those measures, then I need to see that whatever program I'm instituting or whatever complete change in the way I do things, I that has to translate. So if 98% of my students can't even make basic, then what are we doing? You know, how, right. how is this? Show me where I'm doing something wrong right. that it's not. Uh, yeah, and I'm meeting the standards, but my students can't pass the tests that are required to pass. Right. So where? So something's breaking down yeah. somewhere. Just because I'm showing you orange on the screen doesn't mean you know it's orange. Exactly. And, exactly. And see, I think that that's. So if if you're wondering, I think David and I are actually defining where this season of the Edutech guys is going. I think so. I think our challenge is going to be to come on. And, and support and show us PBO, show us Makerspace, show us Steam and STEM, show us whatever. Right. And not just show us, just not just show us, sh- I want to see, I want to see your hard evidence that, that there was a school program and it got turned around. There were, and, and it could be, and, and that is, I'm going to, at least for me personally, uh, I, I'm going to loosely define that. Show me where uh, you were doing things a certain way for a hundred years, and then you changed, and now your graduation rates are through the roof. Mm-hmm. Or I don't even care about your dra- graduation graduation rates necessarily. How about your dropout rates? Yeah. Now our graduation rates, eh, they're okay, but we're retaining our students longer. Mm-hmm. Before we lose them at the end, or whatever's happening, you know, for the graduation right. rates, or whatever that is, you know, or it could be, well, our students went from, you know, forty-two percent on the state benchmark or whatever they call it now to fifty-two percent, or, you know, it, it kills me. One of the things, and, and I'm going to kind of birdwalk a little bit here, but it, it kills me that districts that grow, quote unquote, grow from thirty-two percent to forty-two percent are heralded as champions of education (laughs) when you have another district who goes from 92% to 93% and they are reamed because they didn't grow enough. Right. Yeah, they were already at 92%. They're already blowing these 32% schools out of the water, and yet you're reaming them? Yeah. That makes no sense at all. None whatsoever. That's in that same category of uh, we're talking about the way we look at everything. So think of this. How many books are out there that tell you how you should be doing PBL or Makerspace? And how many books are out there that say, this is how we did it and we won? Right. And are there? I mean, I have no idea. I, I'd have to Google that and That's, see. Are there books that talk about the success of, for example, so a see, PBL implementation? We're back to where we started in our very first conversation about telling your story. Yeah. I mean, if you've got the stone tablets That's and right. you're standing on the mountain... That's right. Start shouting be, it out. You should be shouting it out. That's exactly right. And if you're not, 
then you're doing yourself a disservice. You're doing your district a disservice, your community and your students a disservice. Exactly. And you really have to take a look at that. So, you know, you can talk about, you know, uh, the, the guys here on the podcast and they, they've got their little podcast and they do their little stuff and all that. But boo, guess what? We're doing our best to shout it out. Right. And we're, and we're hope, hopefully anyway, we're helping others shout out their story. Jeff's right. I, I think we are going to, uh, we're, we're, we're new challenge for us. Yeah. We're, we're going to shift gears. We're going to shift up a gear and we are going to start trudging, not even trudging. We're going to plow headlong forward into throwing up some challenges. You know, we, we don't want to be contributors to the fluff. I'm, I don't want to, I did not get into this to be a cotton candy vendor. Yeah. I just, I, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. yeah you know, no, there's the thing, David and I are, are both very talented at what we do and we could jump into fluff sales pretty easily. Sure. Well, I mean, you know, that's fluff. fluff is easy. Fluff is easy. And if you're, you know, if you're good at what you do, fluff is real easy. Right. So, but you know, there it is. You're right. There's our new challenge. We'll take a look at it. Yeah. So remember, if you have any complaints, email David at edutechguys.com. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. If you have a, bring them on. I'm if you good. Have bring it. Bring like it. To say, uh, email both of us, Jeff or David at edutechguys.com or just contact at edutechguys.com. Yep. Go to the website, drop down to the bottom. You can fill it out right there anonymously. And drop it in. Um, hashtag ETG chat are just messages on Twitter. That's the place that we check the most. Um, there's there's about 75 different avenues to get to us. Um, anywhere on social media, the web, you name exactly. it. Exactly. Let us know what you're thinking. Um, hey, what do you say we do a song we haven't done in a while? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Oh, some Nick C. Oh, nice. This is completely yours here on Edutech Guys Radio. <laughs>
stands up when I hear you speak The way my legs turn rubber when you love me down I said, hey, little lover, can you hear me now? Well, I know we have just begun And I'm glad that we can give it a chance Cause ain't no better feeling out in falling in love My heart is not my own It's sinking like a stone, not completely old Here's a Google tip. Use Google. Use Google. <laughs> they had a really cool vending machine you could line up for, and you could go up to this vending machine, and it gave you a Google Cardboard. It was like a, oh, really? Like a little soda machine. Yeah, with the yeah, yeah. And it drop out a Google Cardboard. So okay, that's kind of cool. It was kind of cool. I mean, you know, it was just a neat way to get your Google Cardboard. Did it charge you for it? Like the regular no, fourteen no. ninety five? No, no, it was just free it's Google free. Cardboard. There, you'd go up and you show them your badge, yeah. and you scan it, and then they would give you, get to push the button. And that's it, very cool. Drop the damn little thing, and you got your little Google Cardboard. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I thought it was pretty cool. That's that way, cool. All the teachers got Google Cardboard. Yeah. There. Hey. But yeah, Google had a big, a big nice. Exhi- they all had nice exhibits. It was, it was interesting. I have yeah. to say, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, any of uh, any of the folks that we've talked to, were they down there? Yeah, yeah. You, you um, run into some of the folks that we've uh, had. Justin McKeon is at Power School now. I ran oh, into Justin. Okay. Um, I saw all the guys from Go Guardian. Yeah. Uh, the Buncey folks were all there. Nice. Yeah, I kept running into folks. Arrow Hive. You name oh, it. Yeah. I ran into a whole bunch of those cats. Well, that's uh, at awesome. Their booths, and then um. People just walking through the place. The tech rabbi, he and I were actually passing each other. We both went, dude, dude. And we got a picture. And I was like, <laughs> That's so cool. We're both running to somewhere else. Sure. That's the interesting thing. I didn't, I, I had found a handful of sessions that intrigued me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found myself busy the whole time. Sure. Sure. You know, I mean, going places. And I didn't spend that much time on the exhibit floor. It's like, you know, I went on and saw people that I wanted to see into certain booths, you know, past right. booths and things like that. Right. Um, but, the most of the time I was, I went to a lot of the nice stuff and sat through it. And then I spent a lot of time in the bloggers cafe talking to people coming in and out and they had the ignite showing on a big TV. There were speakers. So you can oh, cool. watch the ignite happening literally in the room right across from right. the bloggers cafe. And then I could, you know, hang out with some folks and talk. And so I met a lot of people there. Yeah. So, and I did the bed summit beforehand, which is a whole oh, other yeah, show. That's we, right. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to get Noah on and let him come on the show and talk about badging and micro credentials. That's, that's some really happening stuff. That's cool. Now there's something, there's some putting some rubber to the road. It's like, you know, this whole badging and micro credential idea is that let's get kids trained in school and get them with micro credentials. So when they leave, if they don't go post-secondary. They've got something that, com- that you know local community businesses and nationwide or international companies are looking for and go. Right. Yeah, you've already got this done. Great, come on board. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty interesting, and it's great for continuing education. And so you know the bed summit's really cool, but yeah, I mean but that's uh, that's a lot of stuff for our next show. So there it is, uh, stuff for our next show challenges. We're gonna start trying to get people to put their money where their mouth is. Yeah, sounds great, man. I, th- I think it's I think I think it's going to shape up to be a, a really cool, different feel, different vibe uh, for uh, for this year. And uh, I don't know, it's going to be cool. I think so. Well, awesome. Uh, so I guess we'll call it a show. It's a show. It's a show. Hey, I'm Jeff. <laughs> I'm David. Hey, we'll catch you next time on the Edge of Tech Guys. 
You've been listening to EduTech Guys Radio, radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed under the site and its programs are those of participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My Flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com forward slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com forward slash BE. Do you want to save time on prep work? Increase achievement for all student populations? Reliably meet tier one standards? You, you can, can do, do it, it all, all. But don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.